grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, oh, jeez. Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 105 of Jobbing Out. Anybody want to guess 105? Anybody? Anybody? I don't know. It's what I imagine AJ's current temperature is. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing his <sighs> current body temperature is. Uh, Glenn Clark, Brandon Linden from Ramshead Live. Uh, Aaron will join us here in a minute. And of course... The main event, 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 event. This is actually uncomfortable. Like our, uh, AJ Francis, of course, the, the Sausage Castle Wrestling Champion, Sugar Bear. So you're dying, huh? Is that the deal? You're basically. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just, I just woke up. You like don't, I'm, I'm sick, but I just woke up. But That's you, why. you don't. You sound like you've been through something this week. Uh, well, I've partied like a fucking sicko in L.A. Okay. Um, well, other than that, other than that, I just got a stomach flu, and I'm. Oh, right. that's it. Just the old stomach flu. You're gonna be okay. That's the way it goes. Uh, unfortunately, you were supposed to be up here this week, right? Yeah, I was supposed to be in studio. I was supposed to do a whole bunch of shit in Maryland. Over the last yesterday and the next three days, but uh, missed my flight because uh, my stomach was just not rocking. Well, yeah, and nobody wants to be on a plane in that type of circumstance. That sounds like a nightmare. I mean, I don't want to be on a plane in any. That is true too. By the way, this is uh, Brandon is in studio, which is great. I love that. I love that Brandon is here, and so it's the first time that any two of us have been in the same place <laughs> for this show in what feels like about a year, and that's that's an upset. So I like that. And uh, also really nice, I scheduled around Aaron this week, and then he said, I'm going to be a bit late. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I purposely scheduled around you, you asshole, but he's going to be a bit late. So, so we also have to talk about him changing his fucking pick for the uh, Money in the Bank yeah, in the was, middle of the show. That was pretty. He, so now that I've seen the show, okay, so I actually was on his side for a second when he defended himself. Now that I've seen the show, he is the fucking worst because – he knew not, no one else was watching it live. Right. So he's the only one that knew, knew that Sami Zayn had been taken out. Correct. And there was an and open spot. And he didn't say available. that. All he said was, oh, I think maybe I'll pick. And he was fucking wrong, so it's great. Right. We're cool with it now, but <laughs> we would have dealt with it otherwise. You're right about that. We'll update uh, how everybody did in picks here in a minute when Aaron joins us. Um, before we do any of that, by the way, will we have a guest this week? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, I had some feelers out with some different people that are involved in Double or Nothing. Um, we will find out is all I can tell you. We will find out if there's a guest. Uh, if you missed TJP last week, I encourage you to go back and listen to him. He was great. Uh, all right. Uh, why don't we go ahead and knock this part out? AJ, go ahead and ask us a question. Uh, who had the best match in 
WWE this week. All right, let's be fair. We're taping on Wednesday afternoon, so we have not seen NXT yet for this week. So if there is an NXT match, then we couldn't include it. Uh, Brandon and I, by the way, happened to be at NXT in Philly on Friday night, and Aaron was in Bel Air on Saturday. We'll talk a little bit more about that coming up. I thought there were actually a few good matches this week. I thought there were, and frankly, a bunch of different potential candidates for match of the week because I thought they were really good matches on both shows. Does anybody want to suggest one to begin with? I mean, I... (laughs) I'm just going to say the obvious one, uh, so you guys can go into the weeds with the other ones, is the money in the bank, the men's money in the bank. I don't know how that isn't the ultimate answer. Holy shit. Like, I don't know how that's not the answer unless you're still – I think the only reason why you could argue against it is you're just angry about Brock Lesnar. You're still a fucking hater because you don't like Brock Lesnar? Uh, essentially, essentially, or well, okay. We'll, there we'll get there into are that. two different things. We'll there. get into that later. Right. But I, as far as the match is concerned, it was unfucking believable. And, and extra money considerations, whatever, should be given to Ali, Ricochet, and Finn Balor because those guys got the shit beat out. Uh, all true. All <laughs> completely. And they true. made. So, the, you know, this match made, and I know you're going to argue with whatever, I've always been I'm a little skeptical of the Drew McIntyres, the Baron Corbins as the, the top heels in the company. They made them look like the top heels in the company uh, in that match. I mean, they look really good. There's no doubt they about have, that. Well, they've already been that for a while. I knew that was coming. I'm just saying, they looked coming. like monsters. Like, those guys did really well in the match. I mean, the Drew McIntyre probably looked the least good out of everyone. But Baron Corbin looked like a beast putting those guys through the table. Um, Orton showed up. This is now look. (laughs) Holy shit! Again, I think this is the answer. But let's also admit that Seth Rollins AJ Styles lived up the billing. Unbelievable. Was an incredible match. I would have no problem considering that match. I just don't think it's so difficult to compare the two because we're talking about an all-out war that involved real violence versus a really great match, right? Like, I I think that the answer ultimately has to be the ladder match because it has to be the ladder match. But if somebody wanted to argue for AJ and Seth, I would say I had unbelievably high expectations for that match, and it still managed to live up to it despite the fact that we didn't get any wild... Like, there was the thought that maybe in order for us to love that match, it was going to have to involve a wild turn because... You know, it's you just, thought that. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know that I thought it that it had to. I thought that that, yeah. You know, you're doing this. It feels like it, it deserved something like that. But it was it was a wonderful standalone match. It was incredible. It was exactly what you thought you would got get from two of the best guys in the company. But my vote would still be for the ladder match. A- AJ, because Aaron's not here, it kind of doesn't matter what your vote is. But go ahead and give us your vote anyway. Yeah, I was going to pick the ladder match anyway. All right, so it's it's conclusive. Uh, this also would be our pay-per-view match of the month, correct? Yes, it would. Because the uh, next... Yeah, June 1st. Unless you count are. double or nothing. Uh, we've always said it's just WWE okay. stuff. Okay. So, yeah, this would be our pay-per-view match of the month as well. What were our previous pay-per-view matches of the month? We have April. Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Sure. March. Sure. The Shield versus Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin. Okay. Uh, February, the WWE title elimination chamber match. 
and January, Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, they're all pretty good. They're all pretty good. Uh, all right. So that's. Do you want to update us uh, score wise? Uh, it's going to take a while. All right. We'll let him do that math. Let's get into There's it. There's like 55 people in May. Let's get into it, and Eric can join whenever he can join. Um, yes, Brock Lesnar ends up being the Money in the Bank winner, and I, I, which is great. Okay, it's, it's there's phenomenal. There's two different things there, right? There's two different things. I'm gonna say the same thing that I said before. Now I like what they did on SmackDown in order to handle this. Raw and SmackDown. I, I well, Brock was there on oh, right. on Raw. It's a different thing. Gotcha. I don't, in the same way that I don't like the belt not being there. Do you guys do realize Brock Lesnar is going to cash in on whoever the WWE champion is on the first fucking SmackDown on Fox? It that would be there would like, be we're a aware. Lo- there would be significant logic aware, to that. Right? We are. It would make all the sense in the world that for that to be the case. One of the several scenarios that. Um, I I don't in the same way that I don't like a belt not being on a show. I don't like the idea of a briefcase not being on a show. Right? No, like, no, no. I'm gonna argue why, with you. Here's why that. you're wrong. Yes. Uh, tell me why I'm wrong with my you're opinion. Wrong my opinion. Tell me why my opinion because is wrong. You're wrong because. But I just said I don't the, like <laughs> the thing that I don't enjoy. Tell me why I actually enjoy it. You're wrong because. Brock Lesnar doesn't come to every show. So because he doesn't come to every show, every time his music hits from now until literally he cashes it in is going to be a mega moment. Um, So with so every other time that like, yeah, I was there when Carmella cashed in on Charlotte. Was it a surprise? Yeah, but it was getting towards the end of her uh, it had been like two hundred some days, so she was gonna have to do it soon anyway. Like when Bailey won, like was it a surprise? Yeah, but like Bailey cashing in at any moment because of her character. I mean, yeah, take advantage of the opportunity. You're the scrappy underdog, whatever. Blah 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 blah. But with Brock Lesnar, a people hate Brock Lesnar. Yes. B when his music hits after. Any time from now until he cashes in, it's going to be crazy because we all are aware whoever the champion is when Brock cashes in is losing the belt. Understood. Understood in all these things. And I, here's what I'm going to I'm going to go remake the argument of why. And then I'm going to tell you that you should have let me finish the sentence. Um, I, I don't like the idea of the briefcase not being there, but too often they keep the briefcase winner away anyway. They want they want you to forget about the briefcase. They want you to sort of oh right yeah that exists. I I totally forgot about it because it creates a better moment. So the idea that Brock's not going to be there every week sort of as a looming presence maybe isn't the end of the world because the truth is they've kind of treated a lot of briefcase winners like that over the years. They've kind of not have them you know show up all the time so that people start to forget that they're holding the briefcase and it creates a better shocking moment when they choose to cash it in. So it's not the end of the world in that way. The flip side also being I liked what they did on SmackDown where they had Paul Heyman come out holding the briefcase. Everybody knew that Brock Lesnar wasn't showing up for two consecutive or three consecutive shows on did three we? consecutive Did we? Did we all know that? I, there was no thought in my mind that Brock Lesnar was coming out Did you think SmackDown. he was coming out at Money not, in the Bank? No, I didn't think he was coming out at Money in the Bank. But when he showed up on back-to-back shows, there was no thought in my mind that he was showing up on three consecutive shows. I just didn't believe it for a second. 
Um, but it was at least a reminder of the looming existence of the briefcase. And I'm good with that. I'm good with Paul Heyman being around to remind people, hey, don't forget this guy exists and has this thing, and it could happen at any point. I'm good with all of those things. I would still... The problem with this all for me is that what you said, AJ, is ultimately, you're right, Brock Lesnar is going to be the champion again, and we're going to go right back into the same pattern that I didn't like before, which is there's going to be a belt that's not going to be around that, that often because Brock Lesnar is going to become champion again, and he's not going to start showing up every week. So we're going to go right back into the same vortex that we've been in for years whenever that occurs. In oh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The cool thing about Brock Lesnar's character is that they've already established that he is a prize fighter, right? Right. So even though he's the heel that everybody hates, he could easily be like, you know what? I'm the prize fighter. All right. Here's what I do. I'm telling you now. I'm cashing in at SummerSlam. I'm facing whoever the champ is at SummerSlam. Yeah. And it makes sense because it's him doing it because he's trying to make money. You don't have to do that at just SummerSlam. You could do that at Survivor Series. You could, that could be your big selling match at Survivor Series, the one time a year where everybody from Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> like, it wasn't artificial. What? what it, Aaron, do you have your radio? I'm like, did, did Aaron just chime into the show with his radio on? You gotta effing be kidding me. Sound like he was listening to black people. Shout oh my god, <laughs> he's been a radio producer for like the last decade. Like the one job of anyone when you're a radio producer is to the, say, the amazing, "Turn the your amazing radio thing off." Is that I don't even really wasn't listening to the radio. I switched off the Bluetooth and the radio came on. You son so. of a bitch! What an hey, asshole! Could have just kept my Bluetooth. Hey, at least I knew not to keep my Bluetooth on. Oh my God! All right, Aaron Oster has joined us uh, for better or for worse. Um, yeah, AJ, you're not you're not wrong that he could do that. I do think that you want to keep Brock such a heel that you would prefer to have him do it in a more heelish way, but you're not wrong. The idea of him being a prize fighter, that he could just announce it like that. I, again, I, ultimately, I have no problem with it. I don't. I will have my problem again when Brock Lesnar is a part-time champion. That's when I'll have a problem is when it means more Brock Lesnar part-time champion. But in fairness... But he's the beastie boy. Right. Uh, look, by the way, if he comes out with the boombox every week, I <laughs> that I am, was the most amazing. I high fived. I air high fives the entire time. It I was, was standing up, laughing, correct, and dancing around in my living room when he did. It that. was spectacular. It was truly spectacular. The boombox. There is no question about. Here's that. the thing. So this, this to me was such a good booking because. I disagree with Glenn. Where Glenn wants to see the briefcase every week, I don't. No, no, no. It's I. I said I accept the fact that you don't see the briefcase any week right. anyway. I. I you per- started off right. saying I, that's the original right, thought, but right. the reality is that just doesn't work that way. And and it, it it always waters it down, right? When you have to see it every week, and they pretend every end of every show that oh, what, oh, Randy, Randy Orton might cash in or something. That's why this is perfect for Brock because you don't have to have that every single week. You. You have it every And yet month. we still could still believe that the end of every show could be Randy Orton winning the belt. <laughs> they can still believe that. It's still possible. You don't need the briefcase for that. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. That could still and, be how every show ends. And, and aside from that, you have a fucking murderer with a briefcase. I get that. And, I completely yep. get that. And that is amazing. Right. And, that is, and, and that's the cool thing because that means at any point the entire WWE universe can be flipped on its head. 
Mm-hmm. And that was what made Paul Pro- uh, Heyman's promo so effective on Monday night. So is because the other thing I like about it is uh, this. So they did it the right way. Now, if I would have booked this, I would have booked it emotionally and I would have fucked it up. Because what I wanted to see, I wanted to see Brock Lesnar come in and murder everyone with ladders. Yep. But that is not the right way to do it. Because then well, it goes people back would have the, liked it. It goes back to the badass thing. In fact, thing. Right. already on SmackDown... You heard, we want Lesnar chance yep. when Kofi got laid out. Yep. So they still have to... Bro, if you, just look, if you look at the still picture of him on top of the ladder, there's multiple people Cheer. behind him yes. that are so excited yes. that he won. Well, they showed Literally show. a week ago, I would have been one of them. booed out of the gym. Right, right. I, and I would have been one of them. I would have been cheering well, you, in you the You bought audience. a ticket for a show having no idea that Brock Lesnar <laughs> right. was going to be there, and he ended up showing up, and it's a legit holy shit pop. So that's why it was better that he didn't really touch anyone except throwing Ollie off the ladder, and then he stood up there and taunted the fans with the briefcase and came out on Raw and taunted the fans. This is They're never going to get over the people like me that are going to cheer for him no matter what. But enough of them boo him that the crowd sounds like they're booing him. So it it works. And that's why I wouldn't have him do what AJ was saying, where you announce where you're going to... Right. I would try to have it be a heel cash-in as well. If your intention is to keep him as a heel. Like, if that's your intention moving forward. And if he's going to be a part-timer, your intention better damn well to be. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing, though. you telling me he's not a heel if he, tell, if he says he's cashing in on Kofi Kingston? At SummerSlam? No. That's you... an inherently face move. It's not when you're facing Kofi Kingston and you're Brock Lesnar. Well, yes. You're, you're, you're still a heel, but the action is the action of a face. That is a respectable They're thing. They're just saying do. it would be more heelish if right. he was a dick and came out when he was yeah. hurt. And, right. And capitalized Look, if on you, an opportunity. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it would be more heelish. It would be more heelish. But when you're, when you're the prize fighter, Brock Lesnar, and pretty much you're supposed to win every single match that you have. Like, other than, uh, how many times has he been pinned in the last three years? <laughs> three or four? See, I don't think Goldberg they... and who else? And Seth. Goldberg. Seth. Roman. 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 Goldberg, Seth. Seth. Yeah. See, That's I don't it. think they want him to so be like, the prize fighter right now, though. They want him to be dickhead Brock Lesnar that pisses yeah. off the fans, you know? Plus, I'm I'm always I'm I'm just inherently against using the briefcase in that way because it's the waste of a briefcase. Because he can get he can get a shot if he says I want a shot at SummerSlam, he gets a yeah, shot he's at getting SummerSlam. That title and shot and anyway. that right. again is part of the other the uh, look again. I have no problem. Brock Lesnar looks it's a cool thing. I I get yes. it. Listen, I can't take credit for this. I, I need Aaron to share his idea that he shared with me of how to make this nuclear. Oh, which one? The uh, the idea of he's getting the shot at Saudi Arabia. Yes. He wins it. Set, he wins it, and then he still has the briefcase to cash in on Kofi. Yes. Oh, to win yeah. both belts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would definitely be a holy hell type. The of... only thing I will say that I is it would be. I mean, it would be better for the internet for that to happen in Saudi Arabia. It would be better for the show for that to happen in, like, Chicago or yeah, Brooklyn right. or and something. Like the whole oh, place I mean, right now, my thought is, if you're looking for the best, the most impactful time to cash in, he's cashing in on the first SmackDown. Well, that's, awesome. that's, that's what AJ said, what AJ said yeah. Yeah. yeah, I already said that. Yeah. Uh, join the club. Keep yeah, yeah, in line to yeah, some. Yeah, <laughs> may, may, maybe if everybody schedules and we're taping around you, you should actually, like, you know, show up at the beginning of the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just one. It's all I have. Yeah, to say. I'm in the. I'm on my deathbed. Yeah, AJ's on his on deathbed, and he was here on time. AJ, yeah, you were in bed. Come on. AJ has <laughs> one operating kidney right now. One operating lung. I mean, he's dying. 
Um, Can we just talk about the fact that I uh, was woken up by your call, and if I didn't have my phone on silent this whole show, I'd probably still be sleeping. Continue. Wow. It's one of those days, huh? (laughs) One of those days. Anyway, look, I'm good with all that. There is an opportunity cost that comes along with this, right? And I'll say it on both sides. It's having your women's money in the bank winner cash in on the first night and then Mm -hmm. having your men's money in the bank winner be somebody that did not need a briefcase in order to get themselves into a title picture. That this thing that has... Here's the the reason you got to look at it like this. The money in the bank has reached a point where it's in the folklore of the Royal Rumble. Like, it's been around long enough where, where, like, who wins the money in the bank matters. Yes. And that's why when Baron Corbin won money in the bank, he didn't win the title. That's why when Braun Strowman won money in the bank, he didn't win the title. Because the money in the bank is now getting to the point where so many people won with it for so long that they have to use people to make it seem like you don't really know what's going to happen when you get it. Now when you have Brock Lesnar with it, you reestablish how, how like great it is and what an honor it is to be the Money in the Bank briefcase holder. There's something to be said for that, but I'll say the flip side. I think part of the reason why Money in the Bank became so important, and I'll compare it to Royal Rumble, is because, and Royal Rumble's a little bit different because you have way more established stars that win it. I, I think it was our way, you know, kayfabe of seeing who it is they believed was a, a next star, right? Like that it was sort of our chance to get a peel behind the curtain, that they thought so highly of this person and and typically because, you know, the odds say that person was going to ultimately win. Just so we're all on the same page, Randy Orton won Money in the Bank like seven years Cor- ago, so I don't know if that's true. Well, but for a while, it was Edge, it was CM Punk, right. it, was it was Mr. Somebody- Kennedy before he right. had to lose it. it. You Before he had to lose it. It Daniel was the Bryan. guys that used that to elevate the guys who were... Right. On the fringe to say, like, yes, this is the next star. And and again, there's been Damian Sandow in there as well, right? Like, it's not as if it's happened every time. But yep. it felt to a lot of people like this was our Are way. Are you still upset about that? I am. I'm still pissed off about Damian Sandow. Damian Sandow was amazing. And fuck all of you that didn't recognize it, asshole. Um, <laughs> no, even though, he, even though he just stole people's gimmicks and was a fake news. He was better at it than the Miz was. Um, How dare you, sir? <laughs> anyway, the the point being, like, it was our way of seeing who they thought behind the scenes was the next person. I think that was part of the reason why we loved it so much is we didn't just get the same result every time. It wasn't just going to be Triple H versus Randy Orton again in Saudi Arabia so we could watch a, <laughs> a, a package about it, that we would see some other things. And I think that part of that was part of the reason why we fell in love with Money in the Bank, is that it felt like a coronation in some way. There is an opportunity cost when you do two of these things, and there isn't really a feeling of a coronation involved. There's one guy that could have just walked in tomorrow and said, right, I'm here now, so I'll be in this championship match. That's the way that it works. But I'm Brock fucking You guys hate Lesnar. that, though. That's my thing, though. You guys complain about that with John Cena and Roman Reigns and even Brock. So they don't But do it doesn't that. change. Like, well, he shouldn't win Money in the Bank because they could. But it's not like they. But it's not like they were going to change it. It's not like because we don't like it, they were going to say, "Well, Brock can't demand his way into a match anymore." Like that, it was going to continue no matter what, whether we like it or not. That was going to be the case. The briefcase provides somebody an opportunity who isn't 
on that level to get into that level. And so I'm not saying it's the reason why you don't do it. I'm not saying this is why I don't like it. I'm saying that you have to recognize there is an opportunity cost that comes along with it, that this thing that had been created that could somehow elevate someone into that area that previously wasn't now no longer exists on either side. All right. All right. No <laughs> argument. That just means I made a phenomenal point and everyone agrees. <laughs> no, I, I just I've already I've already made my point in my opinion yeah. to the matters. Okay. I mean, I, I again, this isn't me saying well, that I hate this. This isn't me saying think, that this well, is the I wrong thing to do. This is the argument that does the briefcase make the guy or does the guy make the briefcase? Right. I think that's sort of what we're AJ saying versus what you're saying. I don't know if the briefcase has made anyone. I think the people well, that want it no, were already no, over. No, no, no. It's made. It I, I would argue it who? made Edge. It made. It definitely Punk, did with Edge. Okay, okay, okay. Miz. I mean, in the modern. I don't think it era. made. I don't think it made. I don't think it made Edge because Edge, Edge before the my argument is these guys. He, money in the bank. The guys that won it that it that we're talking about that come out on the other end were already over. Like nobody that they wasn't, were over, but Edge was not. There's nobody that wasn't over. The money in the bank. There is no guy that wasn't over that got the briefcase and was over. That never has happened. There's I, not one guy. I, Can I, you name I, one? I, I I don't I don't know who that would. I this a this a really Miz would, I think Miz would be the closest. Yeah, I would argue that Miz, but it's a finite argument too, because I'm saying there's a big difference between just giving it to anybody, and if you give it to anybody, it suddenly gets them over versus. Giving it to someone that we all agree is established and is in that world. And And, Andrade would be the guy. I I think we all would agree. There was a big difference between Andrade and Ali. I don't know if you know this, Aaron. Aaron, I don't know if you know this, but Andrade and Rey Mysterio had a series of matches yeah. that got him over already. Yeah. Right. But he's, no, he's over. We're not talking about oh, no one who was in that match. No one who was in the Money in the Bank match, for the most part, aren't over in any way. They're in that match for a reason. I guess my point is I don't see it as a super lost opportunity because I think all those guys are over enough to get a title match at some point anyway. At some point, sure. But when? Right? And, and like, like, does that work? Well, you don't think that about Baron Corbin or Drew McIntyre, but yeah. Mm, no, I do. I do. Mm. No, I do. I, I don't. I don't feel it that much for Drew Baron. I feel like is there. I, I think the point. Being you don't right. make sense. <laughs> <laughs> we argued this a couple weeks ago. Well, last week, you missed I the part. It. That was two weeks ago, and you missed the part <laughs> where last week I did say that he. I, I, the, what they did, the work with him on Raw made sense, and now what they did this week in the Money in the Bank match with him and that they're putting him with AJ Styles. These are all the things that I said they needed to do when you guys were making fun of me in order to elevate him, right? He beats AJ Styles. Okay, if he beats I, AJ I, Styles... I told you that they would have to do those things. I, that was what I said. Like, I, there was no but world everybody else was saying, they're already there. They're already over. They're already the biggest heels and they're believable champions. I said, well, they I, will be if they do this, if they beat well, AJ Styles. you do have to beat somebody to become champion. It doesn't typically work. That, like, not they just, for the championship. Unless I'm it's saying, the 24-7 championship, saying, in which case you can just win a race. I'm saying the people before. <laughs> you still have to beat somebody. That's true. The pe- the matches oh, prior Aaron, to the championship the way, we match. Need, we need you to go back in your mental log and decide who we picked for the match of the week two weeks ago when I was on vacation. It was the uh, the triple threat match with Sami Zayn, Kofi, and AJ. Jesus, Styles. he's good. He Jesus. is really well, no. good. I I don't. What? Yeah, he I don't even know if we think actually about it. That, but he just that's said it because we weren't right. on the air. No, oh yeah, we didn't do a show. That's right, we didn't do a show two weeks ago. I keep forgetting about that. 
All right. Um, a couple of things. One. Um, you said Sami Zayn what? It was Sammy, AJ, and Kofi. That was a great match. Huh? We didn't get to talk about it. It was. Oh, cool. It was so now I can match. officially update all this thing. All right. Excellent. Um, I, I go back to this. I, I, you said something, when Brandon, when you and I were texting yesterday. I agree that there is a difference between – I'm not suggesting that you just put anybody in that match, give them the briefcase, and it works that way. And I would have been opposed to Ali being the briefcase holder. I did not like the scenario where Ali – Racist. Yeah, it's, that's the reason, actually. That's the actual reason. I did not – He think, hates people with one name. It's, I actually do feel that way. I hate <laughs> everyone with one name. That's terrible. Except what you're going to say right now is <laughs> – right. But no, if I, Andrade. Right, I, I think we can accept that there's a difference between an Andrade who we all look at and say, I think he should be in that territory, but my gut tells me that when you give a bunch of decision makers the opportunity to say, well, we'll get him there eventually, that they're going to keep finding reason after reason after reason why they don't get him there eventually. Nah, I don't, here's why I think you're wrong. Alberto Del Rio won the WWE title many times. Andrade greater than sign, and he's dating Charlotte, so he's probably going to be a champ within the year. Uh, the Charlotte part, I think, is a more compelling argument. He'll be the twenty four seven champ within the year. Oh, I think there's no doubt about that. <laughs> no, I, he'll, he might he'll be, be the IC he, he champ have just, within six yeah, months. Yeah. He might have just won the title. We don't even know. That is a good point. I don't know. Um, I, I the only reason I'll push back on well, I'll give you two reasons why I'll push back on that. Um, Alberto Del Rio was bigger, and we just all know that that's. That's that's an equation. I you know that's a Vince McMahon thing that he is inclined to give bigger guys. Although Braun Strowman, here we are, he's inclined to give bigger guys those opportunities more than he's inclined to give them to other people. When, when you say when you say big, bigger guys, you're talking like six five three hundred. Um, yeah, I mean that would be a good size to be if you're looking for that type of opportunity. Oh, okay. I know somebody that might fit well oh, in that. Good. Yeah, right. There might be somebody that we know that could fit well into that category. So I don't think the Del Rio comparison works only because of that. Del Rio, as far as the I do because I think that I think with pure like pure first internet wrestling fan, Andrade is more over than Alberto ever. I, I agree with that, but since when have we thought that you know, internet wrestling fans are the ones that determine who became the champion? We also have to go no, back. No, but if you can win, o- but if you can win over internet wrestling fans, you can win over the rest of the crowd a lot easier. It's a lot easier to do like ass Roman Reigns. Okay, but we're also still talking about who Vince McMahon likes. It's like easy. ultimately, typically, the champion becomes who Vince McMahon wants to be the champion. I think Vince McMahon. Yeah. going to make his money. I, I think I think Vince McMahon likes Andrade. He seems like the type of. Makes money. I, I'm not. I'm not telling you that he hates Andrade. I, I'm not even. This is not a perfect observation that I'm making either. What I'm saying is, I think there are plenty of these guys that we look back on over the years and say, "Well, these guys seem like guys that should be in this equation. These guys seem like guys that have done the work, that are likable, that have a good look." And that instead, we got John Cena and Randy Orton and the same repeat, 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 repeat. And the briefcase became the way to inject other people into that conversation, almost forcing them to. Like, they might not get a long run, but you have to consider this right. person because this person holds the briefcase. And so that got poor us. Damien what? Well, yeah, oh, poor Damien Sandow. What? Well, Yeah, Damien Sandow being the other one. I, I get it. Um, and that's, that's all I'm referring to, is that there is an opportunity cost there for a bunch of guys. Look, I hope that they don't screw up Andrade. I hope that they think of Andrade as high as we think they should think of Andrade. And I do believe that the Charlotte argument is very compelling. 
I think that if he's going to continue dating Charlotte, we have seen that they tend to like power couples. They tend to like... Um, Charlotte is... Is who's? Uh, she's a female wrestler. She's, in fact, she's the former SmackDown Women's Champion, is what she is. She's the former... Uh, recent More former women's wrestler. titles than anyone ever in the history of wrestling. And, and ultimately... I, by the way, are you guys believing the idea that they're not going to have John Cena break Rick's record so that ultimately they can have Charlotte, quote-unquote, break Rick's record? That's that's been no. floated out there a lot recently. I haven't heard that. Yeah. I don't buy it. I would not be surprised if John Cena never wins another world championship. It's interesting. I also uh, I also wouldn't be surprised if he does. I can't I can't just fathom that. It's John Cena we're talking. About. I know. Break John Cena's record. I wouldn't be surprised with either with either option. I would I wouldn't be surprised if they do it with Cena. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't and do it with Charlotte. The reason for that is John Cena doesn't give a shit. John Cena's just going to do whatever they want him to do. I understand that, right? I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it means anything to John Cena whether or not he wins another. I do agree with that. I don't think it's the end of the world to John Cena if he doesn't win another title. I I don't know if you know his his career is going to be okay. He's going to be just fine if he never wins another world title in his life. Now, if you made me bet, would I bet that he wins another world title? Of course, it's as AJ just pointed out. It's John fucking Cena that we're talking about. I bet on it. But it's a somewhat delicious theory, as AJ likes to use that word in describing Charlotte. It's a somewhat delicious theory, the notion that they get to this point and then say, huh. Is there a better word? By the I way, we, we, can, uh, we can put John Cena on notice. Uh, as much as I, I love him right now, like when he peeks in, it's his fault that we're getting Goldberg. <laughs> and I guarantee you that it's his fault that we're getting Goldberg. At Wait, this you think it was supposed show. to be him and... Well, no, I think he won't go. We already know. Oh, so they needed some yeah, big name, yeah, right? So it had to be. It and had so to they're be. digging in. I mean, it's his fault we got Shawn Michaels, right? It's his fault that they're doing this. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That asshole! Right. <laughs> what a jerk. I, um, that's just a theory I have. I, I, I feel I like... It's, feels, not, it's, it's not, a fair theory. It's not a fair theory. All right, any other thoughts I related... Go ahead. I have the official up-to-date rankings. Okay, let's do that. That's uh, fine. We have a very, we have a very different top ten after these last few weeks. Aaron, by the way, we picked um, the money in the bank. We match. have two yeah. women in the top ten. Um, we have two women in the top ten. Um, one of which is Charlotte, who is number ten with two wins and two wins on the weighted scale. Number nine is Kofi Kingston with three wins and one point five wins on the weighted scale. Once again, the weighted scale is you get half a point for any match that you involved with. That wins match of the week. That isn't a straight-up one-on-one. AJ Styles is number eight with three wins and 1.5 on the way to scale. Randy Orton is seventh with three wins and 1.5 on the way to scale. Mustafa Ali is sixth Who? with three wins yeah, 1.5 Yeah, there is the no Mustafa scale. Ali. Ali Thank you. is sixth <laughs> with three wins and 1.5 on the way to scale. Samoa Joe is number five with three wins, 1.5 on the beta scale, weighted scale. Bailey is number four with Holy three shit. wins and three on the weighted scale. She is not fucking around. Good for Bailey. Uh, good for Bailey. Ricochet is number three with four wins and 2.5 on the weighted scale. Andrade is number two with five wins and three on the weighted scale. And number one still is Ray Mysterio. Um, again, with again. five wins and three point five on the weighted scale. Essentially, what we've said is wrestling in 2019 has been Andrade and Rey Mysterio. That's essentially what we're saying. <laughs> uh, we're we're, ju- we're just like the Saudi prince. We like our 90s wrestling. By the way, oh god, there's so much we have to cover. Yeah, the the fucking thing <laughs> with the promo. promo? It, Aaron and I talked about it immediately. Okay, 
Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <clears throat> Coming two weeks from Sunday, equal to or even better than WrestleMania. It's not just the promo. <laughs> it's that every time they do a read now. He says it. He's trying to say it. And now they're trying to get him to say it, say it casually, right? Tom Phillips is like, <laughs> you know, guys, I've heard some people have said that. <laughs> This could be on par with, if not better than you, WrestleMania. How, how much are they getting? How much are they getting paid for it's that? The people line, that you heard say it, you. Right. right. They should do the John Oliver version of this, which when when he does like the the like the yeah. you see the peeps segment like fuck fucking peeps. <laughs> it should be like remember WrestleMania? Fuck that show. Yeah. <laughs> Super <laughs> showdown. WrestleMania, what as well have happened in your grandmother's taint? Because it sucks. Did you spend twenty five grand going to WrestleMania? <laughs> Fuck that. Come to where, where is it? Uh, Jetta. Fuck Jetta. That. Wait, where, where is that? It's in Jetta. It's in Jetta. It's obviously Fuck that it's show. It is so funny. <laughs> Again, it's one of those things that's so funny you can't even be mad at it. It's so goddamn hilarious. The second I saw it, I, I knew Aaron was the only person watching the show, and so I was like, dude, that promo, and he immediately knew I what can't, I meant. By the way, you know what they have to do? You know what's coming. Next week, either Seth Rollins or Kofi Kingston is going to stand oh, in a ring, say it. Yeah. and they're going to have to say it. Oh, yeah. You well, know that Undertaker next. said WrestleMania was the greatest thrill ride, then you know they're going to say it. You absolutely Wait, he know. did? Did that oh, happen? Yeah. In, in, in the lead-up yeah, to... When it was yeah. in Orlando? Yeah. yeah. The mm, Undertaker cut a promo calling ride. it the ultimate thrill <laughs> yep. ride. Oh, that's you awful. know goddamn well that Seth Rollins on Monday night is going to stand in the middle of a ring and say, and coming up, at Super Showdown, where you guys, I'm telling you, possibly as big, if not bigger, than WrestleMania. Like, you know that moment is coming. Or Paul it, Heyman. Right. And it, oh my God. No, nah, they won't have, they have to have it be a face because they have to have it be, they're trying to put it over. It's got to be a face who does it. I'm telling you, I'm going to laugh so much. I can't be angry about it. I just can't be angry because it's so absurdly if you're funny. Go, if you're going to be ridiculous, go all the way with right, it. Right. Right. Be as ridiculous as you possibly can be. And you know... Elias. Like, imagine what this was like. This feels like you were negotiating with Kim Jong-un, right? Like, imagine what yes. this conversation was like where they were like, you have to say it's better than WrestleMania. <laughs> and, like, they're sitting in a room like... Wait, what? Wait, specifically? Like, we can just say it's a really big deal. And they're like, no, no, no. no. We want this walking in there. And then Vince is, like, Vince is like, God damn it. It's fine. Just say equal to or maybe better than. <laughs> Here, here's another $20 million. There's a slight possibility that line. it might be kind oh of somewhat God. like WrestleMania, guys. It's my favorite thing in pro wrestling maybe in years. It's my favorite thing. It's so funny. It is hilarious. It, you know what? It's funnier than this is my other favorite thing. Every other time in the history of professional wrestling where there has been an uneven matchup, right? Somebody who was super tall taking on somebody who's super short, somebody who's significantly older taking on somebody. Every other time, they always acknowledge it, right? My new favorite funny thing is how they pretend like Shane McMahon is actually a wrestler. <laughs> It is ungodly funny. He's the best in the world. What are you talking about? No, no, about? it's not that. It's that they never acknowledge the absurdity of what we're watching. We're watching a dopey, again, he's, he trains. I'm not taking anything away from Shane McMahon. But there is no world in which there is any believability that Shane McMahon could be in a ring, not just with Roman Reigns, 
with any of these guys. There's no believability to it whatsoever. It's so much more comical than Rey Mysterio versus Brock Lesnar. Like, it's insane that this guy that has gray hair and looks like your dad is in a By ring the way, with the biggest professional and they never acknowledge let's, it. And let's, they let's, never bring it up. Let's also name the wrestlers that he's had more pay-per-view matches than oh, over the past I mean, year. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> That'll just get me He's angry. He's been in every pay-per-view since this year. Correct. By, but the, way, it's by so the way, who are we talking about again? The What, Shane McMahon? Who? The oh, best sorry. in the world. Right, right. It's so... Listen, if there's one redeemable quality of any of this, it's that. That oh, is yeah. good. The, the thing with the announcer... That's, it's fine, but that's the list of it. Yes. And I'm telling but, you, I've made how this... How far is this going, by the way? Because, like, I thought... We, we all He's winning the title. It's starting to feel like it, isn't it? <laughs> if he as beats Roman Reigns. Like, I thought, okay, you know, this started in Saudi Arabia. Wrap it up in Saudi Arabia. I don't need it, but okay, whatever. If it's not ending in Saudi Arabia, when the hell is it ending? If he beats Roman Reigns, he's fucking winning the title. Or well, he's but, at but least he's, having a match But he still has it. the Miz thing looming. Like, the right. Miz now still has to... We, instead of just being able to move the fuck on and be over <laughs> with it, the Miz now still looms, and we have like, to keep... And instead gives, of, and instead gives, of letting the Miz yeah. go do great things... <laughs> We now still have to clean up the fucking Shane McMahon. And thing. it gives you the awkward Super Friends team of Roman uh, and the Miz, God. which is just, it just doesn't work. It's still, I stand by. It is hilarious. The entire match. The enti- I listened to the entire match. There is no acknowledgement whatsoever of how <laughs> fucking funny it is that Shane McMahon, who, oh, God, please never do anything where he has to take his shirt off again. I get it. He's training. <laughs> he, it's it, like, fine. As bad as he sounds, it looks even worse. No, like it looks that's an, bad. He looks fine. He looks fine for being a fucking fifty-year-old father. Like he looks fine. For, he does not look anything like a professional wrestler no, looks. He doesn't. He and doesn't. we just don't acknowledge it. We I mean, just neither does Kevin Owens. Every time, yeah, but it's way different. Kevin Owens looks like a guy that's ripped other than being fat, right? Like okay. Shane McMahon he just... He looks like a guy that'll kill you in a bar fight. Correct. Yeah. Shane McMahon just looks like a dad. And every time McFoley <laughs> was ever in a match, we always acknowledged, right? We always acknowledged the absurdity of McFoley being in a match with the types of athletes that he was in. Every time we acknowledged the ridiculousness of it. It worked for him because he's crazy. And I guess that's the right. Shane and that's angle, fine, right? But we never acknowledge it. We right. just pretend like it makes sense that Shane McMahon is in a wrestling match with the biggest wrestling stars in the history of ever. We just pretend like, oh, no, this is what we do around here. Shane McMahon, you know, it makes all the sense in the world. It's funny, and it makes me laugh. Next week's promo. <clears throat> Coming this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to see wrestlers? Fuck that. <laughs> Shane McMahon versus Roman Reigns. Uh, we, oh, we also forgot. And here's the great thing. You know the Shane biggest going battle over, royal right? that we've ever seen oh, in oh, the history oh, wait, wait, wait. of time. Wait, you think that Shane McMahon is defeating Roman Reigns in, in general? I think Drew gets involved uh, and I think Shane McMahon wins. gets the pin. That's what I'm saying. If he wins, dude, we might see him in a title well, like, shot like by Survivor oh, Series. So this is we have Shane McMahon versus Kofi Kingston we actually, And they've well, got yeah. a logical – Vince tried to screw Kofi, right? Like they've well, got a logical – It makes logic. sense because I think this Dolph thing is pretty much just being done because all the heels don't want to go to Saudi Arabia. Oh like that's God. the thing. Like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn both don't want to go. So Dolph thing's going to be short. Shane fits. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You know what? You're right. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Jesus, this is so bad. It's so fucking Ladies bad. and gentlemen, the new WWE champion, the best in the world. Oh, All right. Um, 
I don't know. We have to talk about the rest of the week. Uh, we'll do that. Raw first and then. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We got to get all that. I also want to talk um, Double or Nothing with Aaron. So I don't know what we're going to do. We have, so, we have much to do still on this show is what I'm trying to tell you. And we'll get to all of it. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. And he's. Wait, I'm who? Wait, I'm who? You said, I said Brandon. <clears throat> oh. Cancer Boy. Oh, oh, no, no. He wants me to call him the. What? Cancer Boy. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, AJ Francis, this is jobbing out. The latest edition of PressBox is available now on the cover. Luke Jackson dives into the options the Orioles have with the number one pick in the MLB draft and the significance of them picking number one for just the second time ever as they're in the throes of a rebuild. Plus, Bo Smolka looks into the Oklahoma connections developing for the Ravens after using two of their first five picks on former Sooners for the second year in a row. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Aaron and a duck back out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, and... The main event. AJ Francis with you. All right, let's get into everything else that happened this week. Uh, we have a new championship belt. And we have a new I, ch- People are shitting on it, but I, I, it kinda, I like the design of it. I don't like the design. Because it looks like a boxing tie belt. I, I don't care about the design of it. I, I don't love the design of it, but I love the concept of this. And it's, it's so weird that this happened this week because <clears throat> I was literally listening to an episode of the Bruce Pritchard podcast from like October two days ago about the all about the hardcore title and they were going through like the whole history of it everyone who won like they read they read like a two-page thing of like all the title changes Godfather's Ho once a hardcore <laughs> Terry champion. Runnels yep absolutely but it was all hilarious it was like this guy threw a guy through a window and This guy was sleeping in a hotel, and they snuck in quietly with a referee and pinned him before he could wake up. Like, I hope we see stuff like that. I think, I think we're getting so. If 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 we're to be believed that AEW is going to be more of the like sports version of wrestling, I'm glad we're getting back into some of the more entertainment stuff on the WWE side because there's a lack of that for a, a, a little while, and it's like it's it's tough because it borders on like. The stuff that you get embarrassed right. for watching wrestling for sometimes, right. but done right, like like currently with our truth holding this title, our oh, truth is a perfect, you know. The the problem is going to be if it turns into what that was before. Well, that's the most likely scenario, which is what's going to happen. Right. So it's just like everything else. For now, it's okay, but they're going to fuck it's it up. All I keep, I I, I, <laughs> I have no problem with it whatsoever. I, in fact, I think it can be done really well. I think it can be entertaining. I think you can. The interactions that you can have when you literally have like a match going on, and then you have other people run down, and there's t- like I think there are things about this that can make it work, but requires some long-term thoughtfulness. It requires a little discipline. Yep, and I just think that we know that those things tend to get ripped up, and that you just sort of tend to fly by the seat of your pants. Here's the one argument I'm going to make um, against Aaron, who's not here to defend himself right now, but. 
he when we were talking about that's it, okay. Fuck him. <laughs> when we were talking about it, Aaron's big thing was, and I think he probably said this to you too, is like hopefully this is sort of internet related for the most part, and they don't take a lot of TV time up with it. Which with if you watch SmackDown, they took decent little chunk of time. Yeah, absolutely, not, not enough to be. I don't think no, upset about it. Right. Here's my argument against that. What are we getting instead of that? It's and, very and, fair. And the argument is what we were getting instead of that was Apollo Crews versus Jinder Mahal. Now, wait well, a second. If this is replacing that, I'm fine with that. Now, first of all, you shit on Jinder Mahal. You're an <laughs> asshole. Um, I'm not. I'm saying, like, that's the people that are involved in this title basically well, uh, is look, like that I, section of the card and so if we're getting these entertainment segments instead of a two two minute match that doesn't matter i'm completely fine with that i would i would say that there's a lot of guys that weren't getting on the show at all that now at least right. will be on the show now the flip side argument is our problem isn't really that they're not on the show our problem is they're not getting something um, it, the first time i see shinsuke nakamura running around chasing oh, the 24 no. 7 title and it's gonna happen it's gonna be a real problem for me like that's not gonna make me satisfied oh at least they got shinsuke nakamura on the show I'm actually going to be angrier. I'm unless, going to be angrier. Unless it's done in a really good way. You know, if it's done in a way, like, like what we do forget about, and I, remember, I, I didn't even know this until I listened to this thing about the hardcore championship. At one point, Rob Van Dam held this championship and ended up being a main event. Cont- now, do I see that happening with this? No, I don't. But my point is, at some point, they did get a little discipline where people held it for longer People that were actually well, but keep in mind they, they also did have matches for the hardcore championship. But they also did this bullshit. They right, did both. They, they, right, this, they have this to slow not, it down. There's not going to be matches. It can't be gangs a, chasing them every week. It can't mm-hmm. be that. It's it has to turn into like more of a a guy surprises him or whatever. It can't just be 15 people chasing him around the the, the arena. Like it, you can't do that every week. You could do that this week. You can't do that. It's not true. Yeah, with our truth, yes, you're right. Right, but but like but like when someone else wins, like it can't just be this all the time. It can't be the same exact thing every week. Like it has to be a little different, you know. I for me, um, once our truth won it, this was gold. Like it was perfect. No, I, I mean, I again, I love the idea, but that's At because our truth. But our truth being on television is a good idea because our truth is fucking great. Like when Titus O'Neil was the first one to win it, I was like. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like, like, what? What are we doing? And then when he immediately lost, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Like, this is fine. Ah. And then when Bobby Roode won, I actually thought he might hang on to it for a little while. Which, but the way he lost it was so fantastic. It was good, it was good man. He opens the car door, and the referee is in the. Dr- right. That's great. <laughs> that's good writing. That's that's entertaining. I like all of those things, and that's the the things that you like about what this could be. It also could be something that Vince McMahon gets bored by in a couple weeks and says, fuck it, just do another Randy Orton segment instead. You know, like that. It's it's sort of the reality of what you're dealing with. And again, Skip, say it like him again. What? Uh, fuck that, just do another Randy Orton. I can't do it, Vince. I can't do it. I have no Vince. God damn it. Yeah, I have no Vince. I don't have the ability to do it. Um, but look, I, again, it, having R Truth on television doing wacky R Truth hijinks. In fact, I honestly. So here's what I know. I. I could not. I did not watch Raw in its entirety on Monday. I finished on Monday night. I finished the pay per view. So Monday after or Tuesday afternoon, I watched Raw. But I had heard that r Truth had won this new belt, and I was starting to wonder how they went about doing it. As I'm watching like Titus O'Neil, and I had this thought in my mind like, Oh my God, how perfect would it be if he won it totally accidentally? Like if he was just doing something else backstage, 
and accidentally somehow became that would have been like, like if I'm, some like if like if uh, Braun Strowman was chasing Sami Zayn and right he, and he smashed into R Truth who fell on top of someone else correct and, right and the referee like, was there like that I thought I'm like I'm imagining in my head now how R Truth became the champion because that's the greatness of the R Truth characters you can start wondering things like that and having that type of fun so ultimately I was actually a little bit disappointed that I didn't get what I wanted now what I'm somewhat su- somewhat excited about with this is like unlike the hardcore title which was was its heyday was prior to streaming and social media and things like that. Now, right, you can do this. You type can do of a match on at two Twitter. o'clock in yep. the afternoon. Exactly right. Exactly right. And, and and I think and I think to Aaron's point, like I, Aaron wants it to live there. I think if they do a, a balance of both, this could be really cool. I have, and I it, have and no and problem with like, like, And like you said earlier, it gives all of these guys that are doing nothing. Something. Well, you could turn it into a, a weekly show on the network of all of the various, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what that's what this is. That's what this is going to end up being. It's like a, at a random. Like you ever seen? You ever watched the show Big Brother? Um, I have. I don't watch it like with any regularity, but I've I've poked in on it before. So Big Brother, yeah, you got the show that comes on CBS all the time. But if you really are a Big Brother Mark, there's like they have the website where you can watch the cameras twenty four seven. Right, right. So, um, if I'm thinking that like at a random eleven p.m. on a Thursday night, it's just gonna come a live feed on the WWE Network, and somebody will lose the belt. People are like, "What the?" Th- and it'll use it yeah. as a way to get people to oh shit right now twenty four seven it's our, our truth versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Right, I think they're it. more likely to do it on like Facebook Live, but same concept. I think I think if you do it in the network, then you're losing the TV audience who isn't subscribed to the network, and I don't think it's elevated enough to make that person subscribe. Eh. This feels more like something that they're gonna. They, they, it's they, our truth, bro. But hold on, this feels like something that they've been talking behind the scenes to Facebook about because they have that relationship with the Mixed Match Challenge and all the things that they've done with that channel. And I feel like this um, feels like something that they could talk to a partner like that. Yeah, I hear you, but Facebook Watch has not been just throw something up when you feel like throwing it up. Facebook Watch has been scheduled. No, not Watch, Facebook Live. And that's a totally different thing. Like, they haven't really been doing Facebook Live the same way. They've been doing the Facebook Watch thing because Facebook Watch is a partnered But they've been doing all the Facebook Live stuff with the interviews and things like that during the day or, like, announcements and things like that. So I could see them trying to use that platform in a way. Or Instagram or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, just you, we know that they're really into trying these new ideas on social media sure. and, and things like that. Um, so I think it could be really a, a fun thing if they do it. The other thing that this could contribute to is house shows. This could make house shows absolutely. A, it gives a new element to house shows where a title can actually change hands at a house show, um, and all it takes is the little guy with his phone. Yep, to to Correct. let everybody else in on Correct. what's happening. No question. No um, question. So I feel like it would it could be great at a house show. Like you know, the first match is an actual match for the twenty four seven title, and then maybe in the little intermissions between matches, you have them running through the aisles or whatever. You know. Um, all right, let's let's touch on some other things that we have as fallout from the week. Um, first of all, as we brought up before, Seth and AJ, that was tremendous. I mean, that was awesome. Do you still feel as though there could be... I can't escape a looming suspicion that there could be an AJ turn coming. I just can't escape that. That an AJ turn will happen at some point. 
because I just feel like right now, particularly with everybody being on both shows, it's really difficult to establish AJ as a top face at the moment with Seth and Roman and Kofi being so dominant. But now they've turned him to Baron. I, I get that, and I think that works for a little while, but I ultimately think that, like, he gets lost in the shuffle of top faces if they're going to keep everybody on both shows. If you're going to keep doing this, I, I think that ultimately AJ, as much as we all like AJ, and maybe the answer is Kofi's not going to be the guy for a very long time, and that might be the case, and that's fine. Although I don't know if we all believe that Daniel Bryan is going to stay a heel forever. I, you have The Miz, you have Roman Reigns, you have Seth Rollins, you have, you've got a loaded top face area. It feels like there's room for AJ as a top heel, I just still feel like ultimately there's something like that coming down the road. Could be. I I think maybe, but like then you have to remember that like the heel side is also loaded. You know, now it's, we have Owens, we have Sami Zayn. Right, Zane, but it's not loaded with top superstars. It's loaded with those guys that you're talking about that are They're top superstars. You don't think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? I think Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn's never been a champion before. Okay, you know what I mean. Kevin Owens is a top. I'll give you Kevin Owens, absolutely. Okay. Um, Well, everyone's trying to tell me that Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre. So (laughs) here's the question. So because do you so you consider Kevin Owens a top superstar? I know you. um, Undertaker top superstar. So is Undertaker going to job to Goldberg like Kevin Owens did? You know what? He should. Obviously, that would be the right thing to do in that situation. That would be the right thing to do. Um, look, I, I, I'm not saying there aren't good fa- or good heels. It feels like there's room for another nuclear heel. And part of that is me thinking that Daniel Bryan can't be a nuclear heel forever, right? Like, I think he's going to stick in that role for probably the rest of the year at least. Maybe, but he was on the I think for the rest. I think for the rest of the summer. Yeah. But here's the, I have a, So this he was on the pre-show shit, like— I have a different opinion about the pre-show now. Well, I'm not. I, I don't think the pre-show is the end of the. It's the network. But the pre-show I get it. isn't saying this guy's a piece of shit. It's saying this is the match everybody can watch for free to try to get people to subscribe to watch the paper. Sometimes they've also. Put but a, it's legitimate. No, I know that they'll put like Ali versus. Yeah, they put a lot. But lately, of, it hasn't been that. Lately, it's been well, more like this. This was the. This was the first time the cruiserweight title wasn't on the pre-show in a long time. No. WrestleMania, well, WrestleMania yeah, was. WrestleMania but was. WrestleMania, it's like a three-hour pre-show. The, the other the other matches we've seen are Usos and New Day. We've seen... We have seen Usos and New Day on a pre-show before. That's, that's yes. what I'm saying. We have. So, so I think that like they probably, depending on what's going on for that particular show or that like the timing of it, I know you guys always talk about how they talk about the timing of the shows, and I think if they just purely do what they want, they want that show to be good enough to get... Because it's on YouTube for free. I understand all so of I that. So I think maybe they want that... Match to be good enough, and maybe they think by putting the cruiserweights on, people see a bunch of flippy shit, and they're like, "Oh, it's sick." I, I, I don't agree with that, and that is counter to my argument. But they have put matches that I'm we not know. Look, sometimes you have only have so many matches, like, you got to get them on. But, all but on my TV. point is, when they put Usos versus New Day on the pre-show, that was not a dump. They didn't dump that match in the pre-show. They put it there on purpose. For a per- for a purpose, because nobody thought that match was a, a match to just cut off the show. Right, you know? but nobody thought that that match was going to end. Like nobody thought that there was. First of all, it wasn't even. It wasn't a title match, right? Like it wasn't. It Neither really was, was this. It what? This match wasn't a title match either. Right, I'm saying it was kind yeah. of a throwaway match. Right, they kind of put him in a throwaway match. Your nuclear heel was in a throwaway match at the last pay per view, right? Like I'm not. And again, this isn't me knocking Daniel Ag- Bryan against a team that's not on the. 
Correct, on the same roster as them. It was a complete throwaway match. And I probably am more inclined to agree with AJ. I think Daniel Bryan is still in this role for a few more months. I don't think this is a long-term thing for Daniel Bryan. I think there's a room. Now, you could always have the Miz go right back at some point and become a heel again because he's Well, you know Miz. who we forgot about? Who? Bray Wyatt. Right, Bray Wyatt does enter the picture. Well, there's he's probably going to be the the guy, right? Maybe he might. I mean, that could be the role. As long for him. as this works the way they want, right. that's that could, probably that could, that could be an answer for you. Um, what else from Raw that we need to cover, and then we can talk about a little bit more of the SmackDown picture. But I, I mean, I, I don't really need to cover. We can cover all this. Let's just flip between the two because Lord knows they're all in the same show. So who Lacey Evans cares? showed up. I mean. She showed up. Like the, of course it, she did. It was a. It was, I've been telling you big dumb idiots for a while. No, no, no. Who's been worked, telling? You guys. Wait, who's worked. been telling everybody about Lacey you Evans? Guys, you guys are going to fight over Lacey Evans now. This is fascinating. Wait, who's been saying? No, 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 no. You became a Lacey Evans mark once she came up to WWE because she did the thing where she just comes out and interrupts everybody. Mm. I, I liked it because Lacey I liked her on NXT. In person, numerous times well, yeah. at NXT, it, and she was one of my favorites then, and, and we could go on this show way back over a year ago, and uh, I will have wait, proof wait, wait. of this, going back to the first Mae Young Classic, when I fell in love with her. She's here. Anyway, anyway. Um, it's definitely the best she's looked. There's no question about that. It's definitely the best. Putting she's her with looked. Charlotte was amazing, an amazing decision because it's it's elevating her to where she needs to be. They're putting her in the company of Charlotte. Sure, you know, as as like a little heel team for for a, a, a small amount of time. They're on two. Di- they are are they on two different? I can't, no, I nobody's can't even... on. Nobody's on a show anymore. <laughs> there are no shows. You're just a yeah, wrestling. Speaking of which, fuck yeah. Brandon. Because. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I lost twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the one week, the only time ever that Roman Reigns wasn't on Raw. <laughs> the only ever time that a healthy Roman Reigns didn't show up on Raw is the I one laughed, week. I laughed so hard. Literally, when it came it out like, of, in like a decade, the only time, the only time Roman that a healthy <laughs> Roman Reigns didn't show up on Raw is the one time that AJ made a bet with him, and Brandon robbed him of that twenty dollars. That's you. By the way, you should have saved that twenty dollars somewhere because it's the biggest theft of your entire we, life. We bo- and we both. Oh, and I want you to understand. I need you to understand something, too. You got off easy because if you, I mean, I got off easy really. But if you would have any number you would have picked, you would have taken. I would have bet. Right. Because, I should have said five hundred dollars. on Raw, and other than that one single week, I've been right. Correct. For eight years. Correct. A healthy Roman Reigns will be on Raw. That is a fact. <laughs> Except for the one time that you bet on it. <laughs> and Brandon could have had as much money as he wanted. He could have had a house. He could have had anything he wanted for the one week. That I should Roman have bet Reigns. him for the, the world title, the Sausage Castle <laughs> Championship. <laughs> for the belt. A bet for the belt. That would have been amazing. Um, all right. So the Ziggler thing, it, 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 feels, it feels like a placeholder. Like, you know, hey, we these guys don't want to do it. And... I'm going to bet that the Saudi people are like, oh, we've heard of Dolph Ziggler. Sure, like that sounds good to us. Dolph says, okay, I'll come back and do something for it. It's what it feels like. I'm also fine with it because the match is going to be great. Right. Um, it doesn't mess up any of the other stuff they've put into motion. I didn't. Like I thought his promo was super weak. Like I thought that was kind of a weak. You know, like I get it. Like that, that should have been me. Like really, I thought it was fine. I don't know, man. It was it, good. I thought it made him look kind of like a bitch. You know, that's the like, point. He is a bitch. He's a whiny little bitch heel, <sighs> right? 
We that's that. that I mean, we, I mean you, I, all we prob- talk about is right. how that, we can't have cool heels. To, right, that's the only way to keep somebody heel. I hear you. I just don't like that for Dolph Ziggler because I just like Dolph, Dolph Ziggler so much. You're right. You're right. You're you're absolutely right that that's the best way to go about doing it. I just like Dolph Ziggler, and so I don't like that promo. You know what I mean? Like that's just me personally enjoying Dolph Ziggler and his work. Um, so I didn't care for it, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. And again, it seems to be a very. I thought it was thing. definitely overacted a little bit, where he yes. was trying to sound like he was crying, but right. it was completely fake. It just. But I, the promo itself was fine. Um, I liked when he started to get yelling with it. That was more. That felt more real to me than that he was like, sniveling, crying about right, it. Right. Him yelling felt more real. Um, but I'm I'm good with this. Actually, I was really excited to see him back because he hasn't been on the show in months. And I think that this adds, this gives us, I mean, like, we think it's a short-term thing, but, like, if it's not, here's another heel, you know? That's true, here's, right. And in my head, I want to see, it's not going to happen. I, I agree with you. I think this is like, let's get to Saudi Arabia. Yep, correct. Let's give Kofi a credible opponent yep. that he can defeat. But if and it's not that. somebody appears to be willing to work for money. Yes. And if it's not that, I could be all in on a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, we're the underappreciated assholes kind of little partnership. And and they, they've danced around this before and yeah. did not do it. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to do it now. But I'll tell you what, that would be really fascinating. But doesn't that walk back right into the super frenzy thing that you talk about? Well, like, you need to, though, because we've got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against three guys, and they're the fucking faces. So it doesn't make sense to have the faces have the people advantage so in, in a few. You're saying this is just specifically New Day versus those guys? Maybe. And I, I, would, I think that would be cool, but like... It, it is kind of awkward, so the, they, they had to bring Sami Zayn into this because it's weird that Kevin o- now that Big E's back, Kevin Owens is feuding with a team of three people, and that's not normally the way things work. Usually the bad guys have right. the advantage. Over, right. You know, so but you also don't normally have the champion involved in that type of scenario, Yeah, you right? do. As, as a, a heel? No, for a, I'm just, what do you mean? Like if if it, it like if there's a heel. No, I'm talking about a, a a scenario where you would have a match. Like that would be your build. A pay per view match would be a three on three match. Like well, that's the, I mean one of them is holding the championship. I, I would did, I, I would mean think necessarily in the match, but in the, like oh they're just sort story. of all dancing around each other because okay. it doesn't really right. make sense that Kevin Owens can get triple teamed every yeah, week. I hear you. All right, what else from this week? What else from this week do we need to cover? Are we have we have we talked everything through? Um, Becky. Yeah, Becky drops the one belt. The Bailey thing was cool. I mean, I was cool with it. Bailey. They're teasing. Yeah, Becky and, and Bailey, and that's sort of. I like that, right? Like, I like the idea that Becky looks like the aggressor. I again, this is we're a, back to though two people. Like, if the, if if every match is for both belts every time, then why we're have back, right? Why have both belts? Right. Right. I understand. I understand. I'm not. Look, there's a lot that has to be dealt with. There's a lot that has to be dealt with as they move forward. And again, my understanding. Is that they don't know the answers either, that they, that, you know, the the things that we all assume that this is definitely what they're doing moving forward, that they don't know that yet, that they don't know if everybody's going to be on both shows for a while, that this literally was a reaction to a disastrous call. They needed to do something, and for what it's worth, ratings were back up in the first week they did it. So, it accomplished what they wanted it to accomplish. The question becomes, does that mean they feel like they have to stay that way or they can they split it up again? I'm sure they don't like canceling house shows. I'm sure that's something they're not thrilled with. They don't want to be doing moving forward. They want to still be able to run both brand house shows because they make money off of house shows. So there's still a lot of questions to be answered about how this whole thing plays out. 
Um, ultimately, if there's one thing that I probably agree with, it's that Roman Reigns will be on both shows. No matter what, we will see plenty of Roman Reigns moving forward. I would believe that, and I, no pun intended. Uh, all right, anything else from this week? Are we good and covered? Great. All right, we got to let AJ go. AJ, uh, before you die, go ahead and give us your plugs, all right? Uh, yes, uh, once again, uh, big show coming up June 15th. Sausage, uh, SCW's version of SummerSlam. Um, the main Matt, I have heard some people Sugar say, Bear this is actually, versus, AJ, I'll have you know, I have heard some people say that this show is comparable to, if not greater than, SummerSlam. That's something that I've heard on the street. I mean, I've heard some people say that, too. Um, the main event will be myself, Sugar Bear, versus former NXT superstar, Bull James, for the Sausage Castle Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. The former Bull Dempsey. We're going to have a women's battle royal. A former Bull Dempsey. Uh, we're going to have a women's battle royal with hopefully 15 to 20 girls and a lot of beautiful ladies as well as incredible athletes, um, great workers. Um, I'm booking them up right now. It's going to be sick. Nobody's had a women's battle Royal in Florida. I don't think it like ever. So this is really cool for the ladies that we're going to do. We're getting a triple threat match with, uh, Mbadu, who is, uh, a Nigerian warrior wrestler uh, that goes to my school at Team 3D Academy, and he's going to be in a triple threat match with Brian Idol and Ariel Dominguez, who literally just had a singles match on MLW last week. Um, we're also going to have Chuckles, uh, the King of the Clowns, versus Alex Misery, who, if you've seen my Instagram videos or the Sausage Castle Wrestling Instagram videos, Alex is the one that did the front flip off of the ladder in the, oh, last, the cool. last show, and Chuckles is the psychopath clown. Their match is going to be false count anywhere, and I am actually nervous to see that match because I do genuinely believe one of them may die. Wow. Um, wow. And worse than one of them dying is I'm going to have to follow that. So. <laughs> Here, here's my question. How are you guys, like, what's next for Jesus and the Easter Bunny after their meeting at your last show? Uh, Easter Bunny's done. Easter oh. Bunny can't, uh, he, he's not going to be able to to box anymore. Uh, he got his, his cage rattled a little bit. Uh, He's looking rough. for someone to fight, to fight Jesus <laughs> at the next show. Um, but we're working for the character. Uh, we're not sure if we want to go full on Jesus versus the devil or well, I mean, obviously, Memorial Day, Jesus versus, Jesus versus Uncle Sam. Oh, I like that. I was going to say, obviously, this has to lead to Jesus versus Santa in December, clearly. Yes, that's the big payoff is Jesus versus Santa. I like it, that. The battle to the death <laughs> in December. Um, all right, find, where can people find out more about Sausage Castle Wrestling? Uh, you can find it on MikeBC.com slash SCW. You can also follow it at Sausage Wrestling on Instagram. Um, and you can follow me on all social media, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff, at AJFrancis410. Um, easy to spot. And uh, uh, anything I have coming up with music. Oh, by the way, uh, I am going on tour this July. Holy shit. My tour is the Live and Let Die. I will be um, a musical act along with uh, Mike Busey. 
um, traveling tour that Brandon has refused to book us at Rams Head Live, even though Asshole. we already have six other paid bookings all over the country, and Brandon's being a piece of shit and not booking. Um, but yeah, uh, you can follow me on all social media at AJ Francis for one All right, very good. And fuck you, Brandon. Uh, we'll come back in and we'll uh, talk more about Double or Nothing. It is jobbing out. This is Ross Grimsley with a reminder to all my baseball friends out there that I'm now part of the Press Box Podcast team. Catch my take on the O's and whatever's going on in this great game of baseball. We'll also touch base with some of my old friends and teammates. Tune in every Tuesday morning or listen anytime at PressBoxOnline.com slash Ross Grimsley Show. All right, Aaron is back as we play a host hodgepodge on this week's episode of Jobbing Out. Aaron's back. AJ's gone. Brandon and Glenn's still here. Uh, Aaron, obviously the other big storyline this week is it is Double or Nothing week. Why don't you go ahead and walk us through everything that we need to know about uh, what is AEW's first actual, I know we had the all-in thing, but that wasn't AEW then. This is their first actual pay-per-view. Yeah, let's talk about the the bad first, the big news that came out this weekend. And that's one of the big matches that they had promoted. The uh, Adam Page versus Pac match is now off. It is off the card. The prevailing theory as to why the reports are as to why is that because that basically Pac is taking his Dragon Gate USA championship extremely seriously like he does not want to get pinned at all and while apparently he was uh, he was expected to win this match it would have led to a Kenny Omega match which he would have lost so instead of just you know blowing those plans up they decided all right you know what they had this match over uh, I believe it was in the UK Page and Pac, they, they put it up online. That's going to be the match. We're going to get a new per, uh, new opponent for Adam Page for this weekend. So, so that's kind of... So it smells like there's a Pac problem. It's weird because, like, you almost understand it. Like, if he wants to, you know, he has a lot of respect for Dragon Gate. Obviously, that was the place he went back to. So you almost understand it. The question is, why is this just coming up now? Right, why did he agree to the match? Right. This is a pretty yeah. significant thing for this company that's trying to get hmm. off. Why did WWE make yeah. him sit on the bench yeah, like for it, six and months? And again, I'm not, I don't know, uh, I don't yeah. know the man, I don't want to speak out of turn, but it just, there's a lot of stuff that you're like, huh. Yeah, huh. yeah I, I definitely oh, look, agree with Ty you Ty Dillinger, there, he I can mean, just also, go to AEW. <laughs> what's AEW thinking, like? This doesn't seem to be something that just popped up. I think they think he's a dickhead, and I gotta think he's I mean, done. <laughs> it can't be good. There's no way this can be good for them. There's just there's right. no spinning this so that it's a good thing. <laughs> I guarantee you, that's what they right. think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he was certainly somebody they had put a lot behind in the early going well, of this. Yeah, I mean, this match, you know, yeah, there are bigger matches. There's you know Omega, Chris Jericho, Cody right. Dustin, as far as like the high profile matches. But as far as like what the future for the company was going to be, it seemed like these two guys were you know whoever win basically was going to be kind of the preeminent guy of all right this is who the company is built around yeah we have our big names but as far as the wrestling side does that mean he wasn't winning i guess we can assume no it sounds like he was winning this one but he wasn't going to win the next one which would have been against kenny so they basically were like we're not going to let you go over in this match if you're not going to put over kenny is that i mean why would this something like that because of a match that didn't happen yes because because the only place to go after this win would have been kenny like this would have put him at the very top of the card right and kenny's clearly the guy yeah so instead of doing that they were just like dean ambrose is gonna face john moxley that is sorry john who's dean ambrose i don't know who that is uh i mean and that's the question is who do you come in to replace adam page or to face adam page Um, you know that 
that's going to be a big deal to see for a lot of people to see who they can pull out of their hat. I will say this: if it ends up being John Moxley, then Pac did them a big fucking favor. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, there's no doubt about that. There is that is a massive upgrade. That is a massive upgrade. If that's the sorry, case. no offense. No offense, like, to Adrian Neville. Right, he was a fine worker, and I've enjoyed. But no, wait, uh, who? Yeah, sorry, Pac. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> or Neville. Adrian right, Neville. Yeah, that's is. a good point. We, we got to get rid of all the names. All right. Um, what else? What else? So, give me the rest of the rundown for uh, Double or Nothing. All right, big matches on the card, of course. Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho and Cody versus Dustin. Those are the two big singles matches that they're profiling for obvious reasons there. I mean, like, do we overthink? Like, this has to be the Kenny and, and Cody win, right? Like, that, that has no, to. doesn't Jericho have to win? Because he's going to go to Cody, right? I mean, if we believe that this Pac it- was going to win and face Kenny, then yeah. that would presume that Kenny would win. At the same time, Jericho, obviously a big deal. Yeah, well, he is and, Chris Jericho. And everything you. on the internet that they've posted because I, I I haven't seen any uh, to be honest with you I haven't seen any of the Jericho matches that he's had outside of WWE but I've seen these little videos they're posting feels very Jericho versus Cody is the bigger well, I picture. get that but do you need those do those guys need I feel like those guys are established enough that that's a big True. feud kind of no matter yeah. what Kenny Omega yeah. isn't though like no I think Kenny I, Omega I, is I the bigger go either way in that match honestly I think there are reasons what? to have both those guys are right stars irregardless of what happens well, well, there's still a group yeah. of people in America that don't know who Kenny True. Omega is you and still have to get the casual wrestling fan on and board. I haven't seen his matches I just read about him on the internet here's a question for you what is the where do we stand with the Jericho Omega matches? Did they one one each? Um, no, I think it's just Kenny has the one. Or was I guess it, I don't know. Wasn't about there a the second cruise, one? The on cruise the, was the oh right six man tag, but I, but I think the final battle one Kenny won. Okay, and that's the only t- match they've had. So that kind of makes you correctly. feel like maybe. I don't know. You know, it, it it depends how much they they factor that in. Right. You know. Right, because it wasn't AEW. It wasn't AEW. Right, right, right. Um, All right, what else? So you have uh, the Young Bucks, who are now the AAA Tag Team Champions, defending against the former AAA Tag Team Champions, the Lucha Bros. Presumably that's going to put the titles back on them. I think that might even be the main event of the night. They've been talking a lot about the tag teams being such a big deal. They might put that as the main event. What is? Young Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros. I mean, that I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely yeah, I mean, fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. That's incredible. As, as as long as they don't run out of time again. Well, yeah, I hear you. I completely hear you. Yeah, dude, that um, match is uh, is a ten. That's a fucking great match. It's Young Bucks are stars. Like that's I'm totally good with that. Yeah, and and you know, kind of doing something different, establishing the Young Buck. You know, the tag scene as one of the real reasons you watch AEW is not a bad idea either. Uh, agreed wholeheartedly. Completely agreed. What else? Um, so the the other big matches on the card, you have, I, I really, I think the best match of the night is going to be the sixth man between SoCal and Censored, and the team, you probably, a lot of people won't know this, the OWE team of Shima, T-Hawk, and El Lindeman, and OWE, for those who don't know, are this, is this weird, almost like, wrestling Cirque du Soleil hybrid, they just take the, your greatest flippy shit and put it to the next level, like, these are guys who could legitimately do Cirque du Soleil, and use it in the match. So that's just going to be... If you love the flippy shit, you will love, love, love this match. Okay. Th- <laughs> thumbs up. And yeah, those guys are great. So yeah, awesome. Uh, on board. Um, yep. You got yeah. the women's match. Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Kylie Ray establishes the women's division. Also, of course, Nyla Rose, the, I believe the first transgender woman to wrestle on an American pay-per-view. 
Um, so. I think I saw that already. By the way, I have talked to Nyla Rose a bit this week. And I did not realize that, that uh, AEW had gone. There's a chance that you're listening to us talk about this after you heard an interview that we did with Nyla Rose because she wants <laughs> to come on the show. She's a DC native and she wanted to come on. Unfortunately, there had to be, there's some more hoops to jump through with AEW. So it's also possible yes. that you're not listening to this conversation after we did an interview. She really wanted to come on. I just didn't know if it was going to work with, uh, with the schedule with AEW. So uh, that's all I can tell you. But we've, we've talk, I've talked a good bit to Nyla Rose this week. And it's, it's an incredible story. Yes, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, again, good way to establish the division. If this is going, if the women's division is going to be something you really hang your hat on, like they've insinuated, you know, it's a good way to start. Uh, the other, there's another women's match, a six women tag match with uh, a bunch of Japanese wrestlers Asha Khan, Yuka Sakazaki, Emi Sakura versus Hikaru Shida, Riho, and Ryu Mizunami. Um, obviously, Asha Kong is the big name there, you know, arguably the greatest women's wrestler in the world, and has been for the past probably close to two decades now. Um, she's awesome, and again, should be awesome. The other main card match we haven't talked about yet, uh, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Both of those latter two people were on Lucha Underground. That's how most American fans know them at this point. Again, they're awesome. They're, you know, just two guys, uh, two, uh, two American, though Angelico is not American, I believe he's from New Zealand, but who, who wrestle the Lucha style, they're awesome. Uh, ten, ten. I'm ten, I'm on yep. board. I'm on board with all is of this. Trent Beretta allowed to say Trent Beretta, or is he called something else? He's just Beretta, right? Oh. He's Beretta. Yeah, I'm I'm looking off of Wikipedia right now, so it lists him as Trent Beretta. But yes, the best friends. Um, the other interesting thing, of course, is the battle royal, the 21 man casino battle royal. One big name was announced yesterday, and that is one Sean Spears, aka Ty Dillinger, is going to be part of that battle royal. Um, uh, we. We got the Heisman from Sean Spears, unfortunately. We were uh, told that he is not doing any interviews for some time. So, Okay. So he is coming to MCW, though, and we like them, so go, go check him out yeah. there. I'm not, I'm, this, I mean, is not, I'm, this is not like a, a Ryback situation. It's yeah, not like no, he told us. Yeah, we, we couldn't get now, him. <laughs> now, if he said he's not doing any interviews, and then he showed up and did five other interviews, like the week, then he would go into Ryback territory. But yes, for now, yeah. I can accept that, and hopefully whenever he starts doing them, he'll be willing to talk with us. Yeah, I mean – and um, you know it was cool. They 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 did. They're doing this thing where to, for people announcing, they show them at a casino at a blackjack table dealing cards. He pulls up the ten of diamonds. It's, it's Sean Spears. Yeah, that's good. Cool. That's cool. That's good. I like and, that. And um, the battle roll. It's for a future AEW title shot. So it, it's interesting. Some interesting names in this. Um, the most interesting name to me is Glacier. He's not going to win, but what? it's Glacier. <laughs> uh, uh, now, how old is Glacier at this point? Um, who cares? It's Glacier. I hear you, but like. I, I do think there's a line. He's, he's 55. That's what I thought. Again, it's it's a 21 man. I understand. There's nothing wrong. There's like nothing that. wrong with him being in. I agree with that. There's, there's one no thing wrong yes. with him being on this show. What? He's like one of the shittiest things from WCW. No. How dare now you, wait. How dare? It's, this is like one of those you're right, but yet I kind of love it anyway <laughs> types of deals. This is one of those. Yeah, they should run Glacier. away from you, this kind of shit as far as possible. I okay with it. Be, like in a 21 man battle royale, okay, I'm right. okay with you having a spot that's sort of a joke. Like I'm okay yeah. with that as long as it Dude, doesn't. Think leave. if he does his full entrance. Oh, that's even worse. I don't like, know. As long man. as they don't have Glacier and Mortis and fucking. No, well, and the Mortis was awful. Glacier was great. Aaron definitely has more affinity for Glacier than I did, but like I'm again, I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with it for this one spot. I mean, the the main people to look out for as far as who could actually win it would be MJF, Joey Janela, Sean Spears, Jimmy Havoc, maybe. Oh yeah, Jimmy uh, Havoc, absolutely. And this is for a title shot, right? 
yeah, this, that's why I'm only listening. Like, obviously, there's a lot of other great names. Like, Brian Pillman Jr. is in it. Uh, Jungle Boy is in it. Of course, our guy Dustin Thomas yeah. uh, is in it as well. The Luchasaurus, who I love, is in it. But I'm, I'm just kind of listening. When I say MJF, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and Sean Spears, those are the guys who I could see winning it. Of course, we, only, we don't know all of the entrants I'll, yet. I'll call MJF. I'll call MJF as my pick. We all it, it we all know fits. he's we, been part right. He's, he's been the most part of all those. Videos. He is a star. Everyone knows MJF is a mega star. Everyone can see it. He oozes superstar in any company on the planet. MJF makes all the sense in the world, and he's still super young, right? He's still only like oh yeah, twenty one, twenty two. I mean, he's cool. unbelievable. But I mean, the other people to watch, like Sonny Kiss, is an awesome performer. Um, again, kind of gets into the inclusiveness thing. Yep, openly um, gay. Yeah. D- yep, isn't Sonny yep, Kiss dating but, another? But, but, isn't doesn't Sonny Kiss date another professional wrestler? I think so. Yeah. I don't know who it is. I got to look that up at some point. But yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. But again, um, if you don't know, uh, it was oh, I'm blanking. Uh, Exolicious was the name he went by okay. in Lucha Underground. So again, another great performer. Uh, Brandon Cutler, Ace Romero. I mentioned Brian Pillman Jr. Billy Guns in it. Michael Nakazawa, Jungle Boy, like. A lot of fun wrestlers, and this is going to be something where they really say, all right, yeah, you're coming for these guys, but these are the guys you got to watch for once we get this show started. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, are you willing to pay the $50 for it? You know, I'm hoping to get a group together. I don't know what you're doing on Saturday night, but... Uh, maybe. Uh, i got to do dinner. It depends on what time... Uh, you're fucking, maybe. Maybe is all I can tell you right now, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. I'm trying to get... I'm willing to pay it if I need to. I'm hoping to get some people together and to split the cost. I get but, that. Yeah. I get that. It's... I'm gonna I'm gonna see it and I'm not gonna pirate it. So all right, good for you. I good will pirate you. it. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole you are! Just admitting to theft right here on this program. Ah, uh, whatever. He beat cancer. I guess he gets to get away with these types of things. <laughs> not in fact. They're dick- all the way, but, but you're, almost. You're right. You've put it into. Uh, you've beat it within an inch of its life. Don't uh, fucking jinx me, man. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is very important. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, was there anything else in the world of pro wrestling that we needed to cover this week? Uh, not really. I mean, that's the really big thing. And obviously looking to see how it goes through. Obviously, you know, they did get, get it announced. The TNT deal is official. It will be, we don't know exactly what day yet. I don't think, but yeah, AEW will be on TNT. Right. The assumption's been Tuesdays, obviously. Right. But you know, we'll see how exactly how that goes. There were some people who were kind of disappointed that they're not getting any money for it. But again, you're on TNT you can't really complain right now. And we talked about that last week. There are plenty of deals like that where it's a, you can still make money. Like, you know, we're giving you, a, you, so get, an, you get an opportunity to make money. Supposedly the commercial split is going to be great for AEW. Right, correct. So as long as they can sell it. Right. You're getting a, a massive platform and the opportunity to make money. And frankly, considering what you are, that's as good as you could possibly ask for, given the circumstances. Um, real quick, just to touch on it, uh, some sad news, but some good news. The sad news, obviously, being that Ashley Mazzaro passed away yes. since the last time we did a show, and that sucks. I, I, we actually just had an Ashley Mazzaro conversation a few weeks ago. Um, I loved Ashley Mazzaro. I thought her character was great. I was a big fan, and that sucks. Uh, that's awful. The good news is Ric Flair's okay. Um, yes. And so we had a big scare last week again with Ric Flair, but he's all right. He's not going to be out in Vegas this weekend, but he is just fine. All right, uh, Aaron, plugs. Uh, you can follow me at the AO Street. You can follow the show at Jobbing Out Show. E- email us at Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. Uh, I got no plugs other than that. All right, very good. Well, listen to your show. Why don't you plug your yeah. fucking show, dummy? Hey, you don't plug your show. I wasn't going to plug my book. The listen website is where you uh, find my the show. Daily Line yeah. on NBC Sports Radio. We're in, I think, 35 
uh, stations across the country, or you can just download the NBC Scores app and listen live there or at NBCSportsRadio.com. Brandon, quickly, what's coming up at Ranside Live? We have the Wolflowers on August 23rd. No, I'll be there. We'll all be there. No, I'll be there. Um, we're announcing a bunch of stuff after the holidays, so pay attention to RamsHeadLive.com. Follow us at, at RamsHeadLive. Was there a show that Twitter. you announced for the fall that I was excited about? I feel like there was a show. Eh, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of things to be excited about. I'm excited about We've got two nights of Against Me in October. Oh, yeah, yeah, you love They're it. playing all four of their big records. Right. And um, we will be announcing a lot more. Um, also, Glenn and I will be. Oh, the, we're at, going to the Pickle Fest. Yes. We're definitely going to the Pickle Fest. And we'll be definitely. at Lizzo, which is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're, I'm down. More sold out than sold out. Right, yeah. You'll be hanging you from the rafters, brother. I remember that Alabama Shakes night. I legitimately like standing awkwardly yeah. on the stairs, dipping my, show, my, my yeah. head one way. So, yeah. All right, RamsHeadLive.com, at Brandon Linton on Twitter as well. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. My show's at GlennClarkRadio.com, so I plug the – anyway. Um, thanks again to – well, we may or may not have had a guest, so thanks or no thanks. Uh, thanks, as always, to AJ for, uh, for Brandon. For, for who? Aaron. What, you want to do the whole bit? Yeah. For uh, – oh, I thought – which bit are we doing? Well, we could do – well, I'll, I'll save that for next week. Okay. Do the one we did earlier. Okay. For uh, – <coughs> I'd like you to – Yes. Announce me the proper way, Glenn. You? Me. Cancer boy! Brandon Linton! Very good. Very good. And for Aaron, I uh, and for the main event, 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 AJ Francis, I am Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Whoever. Go ahead. Oh, me? Shoving out! Fuck cancer.